button o'clock at the same time. Okay. All right. All right, we have to hit it with the, the theme song. <laughs> I like how we have different, completely different interpretations. <laughs> that shoulder work. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Best of Both Girls. <laughs> I know it's been um, a while since our last episode, but if you're still rocking with us this long, this is regular. <laughs> yes. In a very <laughs> sad way, but no, like, life happens. And I mean, we've been saying it for mad long now that we are human. So all that's all we expect is humanity from everyone else. Absolutely. How have you been? I've been... Okay. A little stressed as I'm planning my 30th birthday party. Because life is expensive. And yeah. my job doesn't care about that. And rent doesn't care about that. So, um, so yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to be excited about it. I purposely decided to have, another, have the party again. Yeah. I wanted something to be excited about, you know? I'm glad you did. I was telling you, I was like, you have to do, for people that don't know me, um, I'm very big on birthdays, like very big. They're better than like national holidays to me. So for her to say she's not going to do anything for her 30th, I was tight. I'm not going to lie. I was like, yeah, I guess that's what you would think's going to happen. <laughs> I was, I was going to like, I was, I was, I was legit going to just like turn off my phone, lock my door and just sort of sit in my room or maybe get a hotel room so nobody would find me because you are not the only person who threatened to show up with a good time so yes i'll, I'll just, kidnap you so i was like i'm gonna sneak away <laughs> so they won't know where to find me i would call the police i'm not gonna lie i would call the police on you i would put out an apb like oh she's been kidnapped <laughs> i have no idea where she is i'd tell your mom i'd make it a big thing <laughs> but yeah we're good we're good. We're all good now. How have you been? Good, good. Getting ready for, well, not getting ready because it's still a while away, but thinking about this move to D.C. I'll be making uh, in the spring of next year. And yeah, Yay! yeah. Melissa's <laughs> leaving me. Yay! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm leaving everyone. I'm not just leaving. I'm pretty sure I'm leaving part of myself. It's the amount of people that I'm leaving. Um, But no, it's been cool. Like, I've been putting out a bunch of job applications, so fingers crossed in the prepare for me. Yeah. Um, but other than that, looking at places in the DMV area, housing is very similar to New Jersey, yeah. very similar. So it's not like we're gonna be at a loss, but there's a lot more land. So like you get more for your bang, for, more bang for your buck outside of the DC area. But in like Maryland, Virginia, you get a lot for your money. And I think right now we're looking at, or I mean, we've been looking but it seems like houses are cheaper to rent than apartments so you can get a three bedroom two bath house to yourself yeah. for the same price as a one bedroom one bath uh, absolutely definitely i remember i went down there for thanksgiving last year to hang out with my brother mm -hmm. to his friend's apartment now when you're looking at this as a metropolis capital of the country right he had a one-bedroom luxury apartment, high tower, at, within walking distance. I mean, you could literally see the train station from his apartment. And I think I, like, looked up the rent because I was really obsessed with the apartment. 
And it was like, I think maybe 15 or 16. Yeah. Maybe between 15 and 17, right? Yep. And yep. Like, thinking with a New Jersey brain, that's not terrible at all. No. New Brunswick's podunk ass has one bedroom apartments going for well over two. Yes, 100%. New, Brun New Brunswick has one bedroom, mm -hmm. one bath, 900 square foot apartments going for $2,100. Yes, yes. His apartment had luxury, I mean, when I tell you luxury kitchen, large living room, huge bedroom that could fit a king bed and space. I mean, like, space Disgusting. very nice bathroom and then a den and you know how they do that thing where they give you a den that's big enough to be a bedroom but they yes. can charge you less for it because they don't put yes. it there so he turned that into his office so he had a separate complete wow. office and he obviously and then he decorated it really nice so it was just like i was like wow for like what like i said between 15 and 17 i can't remember i was like Damn. that's amazing yeah no i Oh, I was and the fact that you can find a three-bedroom house for that same price in like a similar location. Yes. Really? I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But yeah, like it's it's a blessing in a way to go from somewhere like New Jersey to somewhere like DC, the DMV area, than to come from a lower income area like the South or the wet like the Midwest. Yeah. And you're looking at these that, oh my God, I can't afford this. But it's very what about that? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> since we were just talking about moving and stuff, oh, we got to get out of Jersey, find something cheaper. So fun thing I like to do is look at apartments in other random cities, especially the Midwest, you know, mm -hmm. where you're <laughs> especially the Midwest. And I'm like, damn, if I could just live somewhere else, somewhere cheap for like a year, somewhere in the middle of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. And find a decent enough job where I could pay my rent and you know, save and right. get together, whatever. I was like, that'd be dope. I'd go to Salt Lake City. I'd go to Nebraska. I'd go to, you know, I was like, just random. It, Cause it's like for a year or two, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? But Kentucky? I didn't say Kentucky. I'm, but that's what I thought when you say like Nebraska. Those states in the South are, 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 states in the South are no longer on my list unless I end up going to like a master's program out there. I forget Kentucky's technically the South, I forget. Mm -mm. girl the other day i was like let me look at boise idaho what a random state still Very. a major city obviously it's the capital i want to look at boise idaho can you <laughs> believe can you believe the cheapest apartment i found one bedroom apartment i found wait let me guess let me guess one bedroom one bath mm -hmm. uh high rise i looked at a whole bunch Okay, the cheapest. Uh, ah, in Boise, Idaho, it should literally be like a thousand dollars a month. A thousand one. Fourteen fifty. Go on apartments.com and I scrolled for a while. Maybe you'll see one that's around fourteen. I think I saw one that dipped into the thirteens, and that's why I didn't mention it. Because the majority of them on the cheaper end were still in the fourteen hundreds. Wow. Go to apartments.com or wherever you look at apartments and wow. look at Boise, Idaho. You'd be shocked. Wow. Boise. That's disgusting. How do they expect people to... That's a whole other convo. The jobs better be paying for the rent to be so... You know what I mean? I get it. 
guarantee you they're not. I actually just saw a TikTok or something about someone who lives outside of Atlanta and has been talking. I mean, I know it's Atlanta, like the Mecca, whatever, but this is miles outside of the city, like miles way out. Atlanta's a trip for these yeah. people. And it's affected their rent to the fact that the lowest apartment out there is 1900 yeah. He was like, yo, when I was in high school, my older brother got an apartment for $700 a month. Yeah. $700 when he was in high school. Now it's 1900 Atlanta is doing something really weird about that. Like, like, you know, they're like, oh, I live in Atlanta. But like you said, they're miles away from it. My friend, my friend, my cousin's wife's mother. So basically my cousin's mother, her family is like originally from the South. And they have a lot of land down there. So she retired. Mm -hmm. She moved back down there. And there have been, like, developers and random people who are, like, whatever, who have been approaching her about buying her property so that they could turn it into Yeah. Wow. And she, and one of the conversations she had, she was like, it's weird because I'm literally, like, 30 miles away from Atlanta. 30 wow. miles. Wow. But it's considered within that area and it's so it's if her family didn't own the land who knows how much she'd have to pay to live down there that's nuts yeah. it's so weird it's and we knew it was gonna happen because yes. it just it got too popular we knew it was gonna happen. yeah you know it's another thing to build on top of that what i heard earlier this week um zillow is doing this really fun thing where they use the data that they have and they're going out and <laughs> buying up these homes in areas that they know their users are searching for homes. So they have this data that says, so this data says 35,000 people in Atlanta are looking at bedroom homes in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, they say that their budget is $300,000. This house is selling for 350. I'm gonna buy it, upcharge it, buy all the houses in the area right for 300,000 sell one house at 400,000 and now the whole area's average can go up to 400,000 the comps you can't expect to get it for 300 exactly 400 exactly and then they're also allowing their users to take out home mortgages through Zillow Zillow offer is now a lender as well so you could literally take out a loan from the company to buy the house from them <laughs> and big payments to them. You know what, if we're gonna do all that, I think I'm just gonna rent for the rest of my life. It, it's looking <laughs> like it's the same thing. Absolutely not. I think what they're doing is very, should be very illegal, very illegal, but they are the owners of their data. It's not their fault that they're the number one spot that people looking for homes go to. Like, I just, and this is, I mean, this is why we have, market crashes so often the first thing you're going to look at is the real estate mm -hmm. and that's like you know if people can't afford to buy homes what the fuck are you gonna do the whole country can't be homeless so nope. what the fuck are you gonna do i it i don't know it doesn't make any sense it's crazy it's crazy there are also other corporations doing like bank of america bought up four or five blocks of houses like every house on four or five, like he bought them. So they own the homes that you will be going to Bank of America to ask for a loan for, to give back to Bank of America for the house. <laughs> and you know and they make payments on the loan. <laughs> that's 
the idea of buying a house from a bank is not unheard of. But a bank strategically buying houses within a certain neighborhood, an organization strategically buying houses within a neighborhood and upcharging, like, okay, for example, there's a show on HGTV called, like, Buy, Buying Back the Block or something like that. Yeah, yeah, And it's like, so it's like two men, which, oh my God, there should be a woman designer on that show because they cannot design a house (laughs) to save their lives but they're basically buying and they're white so at first i was like "Mm," about it but they're working with a black real estate agent who's helping them to buy these houses in these neighborhoods that have sort of crumbled like around detroit Mm -hmm. like we're we're taking them fixing them up doing them and then they're not selling them for like $200,000. $200,000. You obviously, people can't afford no. that like that. So after completely renovating the homes, they're selling them back for like 70000 60000 Okay. And their whole thing is about revamping the area. That's why at first I was a little sh- whatever, but then hearing that the houses there are not going for a crazier price compared to the rest of the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Right. They right. Are, sorry about that. They are... <clears throat> trying to buy back the block and they're selling yeah. it to black people that's see that's that I is the like, way to, that is the way to do it and more people need to do that but i can never expect that from a white-owned corporation with millions of dollars no all they want to do is make more millions do you, and do you see why i say we need to be buying up our own property working with black banks to buy there's yeah. there's a sign on route nine when i come home i see it every single day there are 47 acres worth of land for sale somewhere in new jersey yeah um it's not commercial property so it's like for real estate right and i'm like because then i live because then I, I live next to south amboy and they have like a park over there that's next to the beach so i like to go there and walk sometimes mm-hmm and like driving through South Amboy, it's such a small town. The houses are like right next to each other. The high school's right here. Yeah. The elementary school's right here. Yeah. The park is right there. Next to the park is the baseball field. Across the street is the is the football field. Yeah. And it's just like the neighborhood is walkable. You have one. You have a long downtown strip with all the bars and the restaurants. It's close to the high school. You know what I mean? And I'm like something. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing if we had a group of our people yeah. come together, buy up a huge plot of land like that, 47 acres. I mean, my parents' house sat on like a quarter acre of land. So yeah. what the neighborhoods could look like. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it's, on one hand, I feel like it's coming because one, I personally know so many people that are in real estate, people that are like, they're 20 something, but they'll eventually be 60 something. They'll eventually like, you know, get there. but on the other hand it just doesn't i don't think that enough black people have black people in mind to do that because even the people i know in real estate they aren't necessarily impartial to who they are renting to they are not like oh i'm gonna lower this and take a l um to make sure that this black family can live in my house they're not doing that that that's not that's not a space that most black people are in because they don't have the the wiggle room in when it comes to their income like, they're not, like, super rich to the point that they could just buy a house and lose money on it for the love of the game, you know? I, I think there's also the idea that why would you assume you'd lose money if you rent to a Black person? The issue is, you know, a white person will pay more. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah. 
middle-class white people accept a lot of mediocrity and pay a lot of money for it. Yes. Old Bridge and seeing what goes on around this town, I yes. realized that. Remember where we just went to eat the other yes. day? Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, the shots were $5 on a regular day. I'm not mad at that. I, w- <laughs> I would definitely go back there and drink. I'll tell you what. Right. But <laughs> it's, you know, the food is mediocre. Yeah. Our, our Walmart is disgusting. Go to go to the Walmart over in the uh, uh, near the Princeton area if they yeah have. even the Walmart by me it's it's nice like I love it's not not dirty it's a Walmart but I know what you're saying there's not a Whole Foods there's a Whole Foods in Princeton there's not a Whole Foods in in Old Bridge like thank you exactly look at even 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 what even like the nail salons i have to drive over to the hood to get my nails done again because the salons around the area area were providing such terrible quality work yeah like so people come here like every two weeks to get their nails done paying 50 dollars for a re for a refill for you to do that yeah but that's what I'm like, weeks old and i just walked out the salon like that that's what i'm saying like <laughs> It's going to take, and what I meant by take an L was like, I was more referring to the buy back the block. Yeah, no, I like understand people, that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just don't think that we as a people are rich enough or maybe even care enough to do that. I don't, it's probably a, a, a little bit of both. It's probably a little bit of both. It would take, it would take a lot of restructuring yeah. mentally as well yeah. as financially yeah would i mean i mean like we said like even during the civil rights movement there were a lot of black people who were against what the civil rights movement was doing look at what's happening right now we're seeing a repeat with the black lives matters movement and there are a lot of black people who Mm -hmm. for whatever reason are like i am anti i don't believe in black lives matter nigga Mm -hmm. did you go look in the mirror (laughs) i mean you're against your own life matter you know what i mean like Uh, yeah. yeah it would take a complete restructuring of the way we think. We think the way we think because of our history in this world, specifically our history in the Western world. Yeah. America, the Caribbean, and South America. Yeah. We're all part of the diaspora, and a lot of us think the same ways separately. You know what I mean? I, I 100% agree. 100%. I don't know. I just think. No, it's okay. I truly think that something is eventually going to have to give. And not to use this as a segue, but I'm segueing. Um, since our last episode, the president announced a mandate, a vaccination mandate, in that in a lot of places, not in the whole world, not in the whole country, but it's get vaccinated or lose your job. And while I understand, my personal opinion is, while I understand the I understand why that's why it's being done. I feel like it's going. I feel like he or whoever made that rule completely underestimated one the stubbornness of Americans and their love of freedom. Two, how many people really will quit or be fired for not getting vaccinated? Yeah. And how much that is really going to affect our country? Our unemployment rate is going to skyrocket. It's going to skyrocket, yeah. and there's no more aid. Like, and of course the other side of it is like, well, all you had to do was get vaccinated and you'd be fine. So why would we help you? To the point that people are saying online, if an unvaccinated person comes to the hospital, turn them away. Like don't provide them any type of service since they are so skeptical about medical care or science. 
And as someone who I'll say, as someone who's not vaccinated by choice, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's absolutely crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um, I really hope that someone sues. <laughs> like, I really hope someone loses their job and sues and wins and takes it all the way to the Supreme Court to the fact that you, like, I understand it's a, and I'm ranting, but I understand it's a cause for global health and global good. I'm not going to sit here and be ignorant to that fact, but it has to get to the point where we are not judging each other based on our medical choices. And I don't think it's a government's job to punish those who don't agree with what the rest of the public agrees with. Like to me, it's such a slippery slope. It's like, um, but yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Like I've been really upset with this. Not to the point of quitting because my job's allowing me to just get tested every week, which is another hassle, but at least it's free. And at least I don't have to still do something I don't want to do. Yeah. So I agree with, I, I like the idea that New Jersey is very much get vaccinated or get tested. Right. And I think that makes a lot more sense than get vaccinated or lose your job. Correct. Um, And while, and again, I understand this country's, not white people, I don't know why they're so angry. I understand this country's populations of color um, being nervous about getting a vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. And like I said, if this was something like, if they came out with a vaccine and they said, but this is only for black people, I'd be like, mm, no, you know right. what I mean? It's the fact that it's the entire world, right? right? And that's what makes me go, like, we know when the country's doing something sneaky, when they're talking yeah. to one group of people, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, when Hitler came out and said, hey, if you're Jewish, can you wear this patch? Yeah. Um, <laughs> why? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So... And like I said, I'm really appreciative of New Jersey allowing the option because there are a lot of people who are very wary about it and they are allowed to be. Our government lies about a lot of stuff. And while I personally believe that the vaccine will help keep more people safe, I can't force other people to believe that same thing. Right. 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 And the idea that they're saying, hey, no matter what, still keep your distance. Right. Your mask, limit your interactions with other people, be virtual as much as you can. And what's frustrating is, and the, what's frustrating is, <clears throat> like I said, I think everyone should have to vaccinate or get tested. And I not only that, I think every company should be employing nurses to be stationed at the companies to do that testing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if that's your only job where you say, right especially like my company, right? We go as far as Jersey City and as low as Pennington, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, if you just hired three nurses, right? Who have several other jobs to do besides just do the testing, but Mm -hmm. two days a week, you station yourself at one group home one day, one group home another day. Everybody who's not vaccinated has to come to that location either one of these days and then get tested. We I can, would do that a hundred percent. If they had a nurse in my job, instead of having me to fight everybody <laughs> at Walgreens or CVS and make a time slot to go, if they had someone like, hey, you got to be here, you got to get tested every week. When I'm here, you need to make time for me to, to swab your nose. I bet 
I'm it. like, there. I have no, because I, I, like you were saying, not to cut you off. No, no, there are a lot of vulnerable people, right? There yeah. are a lot of people, especially if you work with kids, if you work with elderly, if you work with people who are cancer survivors, that who cannot afford exposure to this virus, right? I 100% understand and see that. And that's why, like you said, I'm for something, right? Like some type of mandate, whether it's testing or vaccination. Honestly, I think we should, everybody should be getting tested since vaccinated people can also carry the, the, the COVID. And obviously it's different, but I think knowing everyone's status would be better than knowing only some people's statuses. Yeah. Um, but like you were saying, like, it's just, for me, it's just going too far. It's going too far because you're going to fire all these people, right? And give them no support. And they're going to, they're going to riot. Like, I don't, it's it's going to cause unnecessary turmoil. And then it's like, like, when you look at something like a specific hospital in New York, right? I forget what it was. They were like, only 1% of the hospitals unvaccinated or of this hospital system, right? Mm -hmm. But guess what that 1% was? Over 2,000 people. Mm -hmm. fired over 2,000 people. And Mm -hmm. I understand that that's 1% of the entire system, but the system is not just the healthcare workers. The system is the people who work in HR, people who work in IT, the people who work in, you know what I mean? Who work in the financial department. So, when you're looking at that 2000 number and you're like, oh shit, 1500 of that was from the healthcare workers specifically, what mm-hmm. the fuck do we do? Mm-hmm. What the fuck do we do? Do you know it, what I mean? Yes. Because, and then it's like on the other side, the people who don't want to get vaccinated, you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine, but you still have to wear your mask. So yes. a vaccinated person who's like, did you hear the story about that, that, that restaurant owner somewhere in the South who says, you're not allowed to wear a mask in my restaurant because the government's trying to tell me what to do and I don't want to be told what to do by the government. See, so I'm going to tell other people what they have to do. And literally picked out a couple who walked in there with their masks on, said, you are not welcome to dine here. See, there's levels to this. One, the media is looping everyone who's hesitant to it like everyone together people who are hesitant because it's a biden vaccine people that are hesitant because it's a trump vaccine people that are hesitant because there's microchips like they're they're looping this is, us they're all zombies. this is population yes. control. this is Jesus. they're looping together all of that with the people that are just curious if they really need it like they're literally looping it all together Absolutely. and it's just the, the vilification of being unvaccinated is disgusting like and it's doing nothing yeah to get more people vaccinated it's doing nothing as someone who doesn't want to it's not convincing me like it's making me more indignant it's making me more like why aren't you accepting my health decision like what else are you not accepting about my health decisions (laughs) like one of i think kyrie irvin or one of the basketball players that have recently come out all black by the way Mm -hmm. that have all come out against it they said um one of the reporters like do you feel like there's a need for pe- for all the players to disclose their vaccination status? And the player was like, well, before COVID, you didn't ask me if I had my polio vaccine. You didn't ask me if I, if I, um, were how often I worked out. You didn't ask me my blood glucose level. Like you didn't, like, you didn't ask about my personal medical records before this, but now not only are you asking about it, but you're vilifying my decision as if you are me. Like that's, I think that's what I hate the most about this you know what's really frustrating about this quite frankly we should 
because of this capitalist system, right? <coughs> Sorry, I had to okay. from like two weeks ago that won't go away. But because of our capitalist system that we sort of thrive on, which is a terrible system that should have been brought down centuries ago, <laughs> but because of yeah. this system, we're all trying to, they want us to get vaccinated because they want us back in the office. Yeah, that's they the only, us, not even they for want health. Us back to work. <laughs> they want Broadway to open again. They want the movie theaters to open again. They want this to open again. They want their I hospitals understand. to not be, con they're not their hospitals to crumble, even though you can just fix the infrastructure because not every country's hospital crumbled like ours did. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like what's frustrating is if you really want this virus to be curbed, you should have left us in that shutdown and, and dealt with it. Instead of sitting here trying to put thousands of dollars a week in millions of Americans' pockets, you should have made it so that they don't have to pay rent or mortgage. Because yeah. then if all you have to worry about is your car payment, your internet bill, and groceries, you could survive, you and your partner, all yeah. three or $400 a week that would yeah. normally come with your unemployment benefits. Yeah. Right? That, that you're, you're a hundred, you hit the nail on the head. It's, hit, it's, they don't care about the right things. They're exactly. We, so it's, so, it, you know, the rush to get us back in the office. Why? Why? This is, we're living in unprecedented times. You're trying to push us back into normal life, but that normal life, this disease is going to, it's going to knock us back real quick. If yeah. We do something different. Yeah. And so not only having the people who are forcing you to get vaccinated, but then you have the politicians who are saying no vaccinations, but also no masks and no social distancing and no this. And I'm like, and no, and no by the way, also the, that, no abortions. <laughs> no abortions. Also, by, the, by the way, and don't hate. learn about, and don't learn about slavery and the KKK was good. <laughs> Nigga, what the, did, did, that, did that, did that, you got COVID and it fucked your brain up, huh? <laughs> Mr. Governor. I'm looking at Tennessee and Texas. And you know, yeah. I was looking at a school in Tennessee and I got real excited. I was like, damn, I'm going to move down to Knoxville for two years. <laughs> I didn't even know about Tennessee. They mm -hmm. made abortions illegal as well. No, they're the ones who are saying the KKK is good and you're not allowed oh. about slavery. Texas oh. said that too. And then about that's the abortion thing. So both of them are off my list. I don't want to get lynched. That's my thing. <laughs> like all of these pressures, all of this stuff, like, Increasing they're, they're, they're opposite sides of the same coin. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. But so we can get you back to work or go back to work anyway, but no vaccinations, no masks. No, these are both terrible. These guess, vaccinate, guess to stay, vaccinate to stay safe. Vaccinate to help our hospitals. Vaccinate to whatever. Continue to wear your mask. Stay socially distanced. Do all of that. Something, there was something's not clicking. No, it was a rush to return to normalcy. There's this uh, part of Australia that's still in lockdown. They're still in the same lockdown that we were in March 2020. Like, completely shut down. Everything. No, I mean, yeah, no bills and stuff. But they're, they're holding everyone in lockdown until the whole country's at 90% vaccination rate. And I, I, for that, I'm like, damn, but like, can we examine what lockdown's doing to people? But the small amount of time that we had it, suicides went up, XYZ went up. Like, can we examine what we're doing though? But I'm sure their country is supporting them in a way that it has to be, because I guess, 
we're not hearing about them rioting but it's like i don't know i feel like this is a crock pot of a riot like this is literally it's too much you can't take from people and not support you can't give to other people and not tax you can't kick people doing their down multiple 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 times it's just it's what do they say it's a powder keg about yes that's what's happening yeah and it's it's tough because even when we were in like in the true lockdown the natural world started getting back into some sort of order and Mm -hmm. it's like when we came out and said Never mind about the lockdown. It's like we destroyed it at a faster rate. Yes. <laughs> back. Like, oh, we got to get back to killing things. And it's like, there should not be tornadoes and floods in New Jersey the same time that there is droughts and fires in the Midwest. What's, hold on. Now, I'm telling you, the earth is going to shake us like a flea. Like, the earth is a, it's a living, breathing organism. And when an organism is attacked by a, a species that is doing it harm, it creates an immune system to get rid of said virus. Mother we Nature. are the virus. Mother Nature will get rid of us before we can get rid of her. Oh, point blank. Period. You said that before. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I mean, there are already reports that say if we keep going the way that we're going, especially because, first of all, America's government needs restructuring, and we've known that for centuries. For yeah. Decades, okay, um, and. The fact that politicians are able to have say in what happens in the environment is kind of crazy because it's like there was a whole organization created by several world governments that's not a government itself that said, hey, let's do these things as a world to right. make sure there's a planet for us to live on. And people are outright just able to say, no. Yeah. And it's like, how? Yeah. Because you, unless rich people know something we don't know, you can't take it with you. So you're yeah. really willing to let this planet burn and die just to keep money in your pocket? Yes. They it actively does. deny it. They deny what actually is happening. <laughs> and it does and instead they're trying to find ways to make living in space viable. And I'm like, why don't you just stop doing what you're doing here so the planet can live? And it's like, I read a report that literally said if we do not stop what we are doing. By 2050, we are going to see a radically different Earth. 2050. This was something that was thought to be centuries in the making. Yes. And now they're saying, no, it's going to happen. In 2050, we're going to be almost 60. We'll have kids that are graduating high school, somewhere around there. Like, I, I heard that date the other day, and I was like, that's right around the corner. <laughs> like, we go to 2022. That's in, that's in, that's in. Oh, wait, how old are we now? 30? Yeah. That's in 40, 30 years. Yeah. So we'll be almost 60. Assuming our kids will be almost 30, we might be grandchildren, depending on when they have kids. I'm like, that's, that's literally no time. And with the way that technology and medicine is going, we'll be nowhere near dying. No. We'll be nowhere near dying. No. So I'm like, so you mean that we're going to have to sit here on this earth for another 40, 50 years? God damn, if I make it. <laughs> what the fuck? But, we might be sitting on this earth for another 40 to 50 years with an earth. I mean, they said 
the coastlines will be different because yeah. New Jersey won't exist anymore. New York won't exist anymore. Yep, Miami underwater. We saw what happened with Hurricane Ida. That smacked the northeast coast and it wasn't even a full, it wasn't even the same hurricane that hit New Orleans. It was literally multiple categories lower by the time it hit us and we were devastated by it. Exactly. Devastated. Even, and I, I already knew something was going on because remember, I don't know if you remember, because for some reason it only affected Monmouth County, which is such a bizarre county to hit. But two years ago, there was a storm. The effects, because I work in Monmouth County, we had to put our clients in a hotel for two weeks because Mind you, only two of them could go to the hotel. The two of them had to be transferred to different group homes because wow. the hotels were booked up by other people. This wow. storm lasted for an hour, maybe less. Wow. The devastation, the trees. I mean, just driving to work, how many trees were busted through poles and homes, how many streets were shut down. And the governor, the governor came down and he was like, we're seeing the effects of Sandy in a storm that was condensed. This right. one, it was an hour long storm. Wow. And I remember being there like, oh, it sounds crazy outside. And to all of a sudden the light shut off. You walk out the house the next day, there's a tree covering the street. We're like, how the fuck are we going to get home? Wow. Yeah. I, I knew, I was like, that's scary. That's a problem because yeah. an hour-long storm 10 years ago, maybe if there was already a loose tree and it was real windy, it would let that one down, not the entire county. And that's, and that's to build on that point, our world, <laughs> our areas are not built for consistent storm after storm after storm. The reason, one of the reasons Ida had such a big effect because our ground was soaking wet. It was full of, of water already because we're getting higher than normal levels of rain. So our, our ground is not, we're not supposed to be getting hurricane after hurricane after hurricane over and over, high heat, snow. Like that's not what this earth is, is at least the earth that's good for has like, what's what I'm looking for? Hospitable, habitable, habitable, habit, habitatable, haberdashery, livable. <laughs> So I'm gonna make a list of every word you just fucking said. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. The world is what I'm saying is for a place that's comfortable for us, it's yeah. not built to be ravaged over and over and over and over again. No, not at all. Not at all. You're absolutely right. Oh man. So that's our crazy world that we live in. I don't know. It's like, you know, we don't have all the answers, but we know yeah. what's happening right now is not right. Yeah. Now, like, like I'm saying, <laughs> and to add to all of this pressure, Instagram was down apparently for like nine hours. Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. I, I had no idea. I'm, so when I'm at work, I'm not on my phone playing with kids all day. I go on my phone at seven o'clock. I'm on Instagram. My boyfriend was like, you're on Instagram? I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's working? I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what's like an unforeseen, I guess, issue with that? By allowing Facebook to own most of the social, the most of the most popular social media sites in the world, WhatsApp, my whole family uses WhatsApp. 
a lot of immigrants and other countries use WhatsApp. I know a lot of yeah. Americans don't. Yeah. But that's how my family communicates. It's a way to freely communicate with people in other countries. But that being down for most of the day is a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instagram is almost an issue of national security. If you think about it, if it's like lights, you know, the electricity can't be down for too long without someone saying something or water can't stop running. Exactly. So I just, so I don't know. Somebody made a point about that. They're like, it's time for the government to do what the fuck we pay our taxes for it to do and step in front of people trying to monopolize these certain things. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're not going to let one hospital be the only hospital available in the whole country or two right. hospitals that'd be insane right so and no one's fighting for fucking i mean there are people but no i'm not and my friends are not fighting for instagram to be run by the guy to maintained by the government and make sure instagram can never go down again because i'm sure a lot of people your reaction to it being shut down should say a lot about <laughs> your, your relationship with the app like if it went down and you're like Myself, like, I didn't even notice. Cool. If you went down and you were shaking <laughs> and didn't know what to do or how you're going to make money or whatever, you need to examine that. That's a big one. Like, I'm like, damn, for the influencers who have to post constantly, like, even if they're not on main, they have to run their entire life through mm -hmm. a story on Instagram and you went one day without getting a story. I'm like, I wonder how many people unfollowed you just thinking that you went ghost for a day. That's and, nuts. That's toxic. It's crazy. I mean, somebody said every time she posts, there's like this girl who's like a little TikTok famous. And because of that, she has some clout on Instagram too. I bet. Every time she posts a picture with her boyfriend, like a sweet picture, not a funny video, she mm -hmm. has 50 followers. People are fickle. People yeah, are I think funky. we should shut it down for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't care i just watched tv the whole week yeah see what other people would do yeah that that's me i want to see because other people will really lose their shit like literally twitter, not able twitter to lit up. twitter lit up people dusted off their twitter fingers and we're like hey what the fuck do i do <laughs> i can't look at a video on instagram I saw a post that said uh, Twitter's giving real, giving like, uh, what was it? Twitter's giving serious side hoe energy. <laughs> oh, now you want to come back to me, huh? <laughs> oh, my oh my God. Yeah, it's, I, I, I want to ask all our listeners and viewers to just examine how you felt during that moment. Just, I'm not saying you were wrong or right in your emotions. You're never wrong for how you feel, but just, just sit on it. Just sit on how that, how that, how you felt. <laughs> a lot. Cause it's like, it's again for like, for like the fact that Facebook and WhatsApp were shut down as well. And like I said, like, and that's what a lot of these think pieces were about. It's like a lot of people use those for communication, uh -huh. so not being able to communicate with people. Now, if you're just texting people, la da da, whatever, but for people uh -huh. who use that for work, for people who use that to communicate family members, for uh -huh. people who use that for whatever, to have that communication shut down for half a day, that's detrimental. Yeah. And you're, if you're going to sit here and monopolize the social media industry, you need to be better. Like yes. You're, you're a multi-billionaire. Get it together. Um, for Instagram, and not saying people don't use Instagram to communicate. I feel like most people use Instagram to creep. It's like, 
yeah. or, or influence. Um. <laughs> no, no, I feel, I was, I'm sorry to, to be distracted. I was looking up the definition of a public trust because I, I, I don't think it's the right term, but I feel like when corporations get big enough to the point that they are essential to communication, like you're saying, the government should step in and either call it a public trust or, or not. The same way the government stepped into Con Edison, stepped into the Rockefeller family, because they own so much of the things, like the trains and the things like that. You're 100% right. There needs to be a little bit of control. It can't be totally private, you know? Mm -hmm. It just can't. Yeah. So, oh man. But yeah, this, oh, and not to end on a, to end on a spooky note, since it's October, every single time that Instagram and Facebook has gone down, it was Mercury in retrograde really every single time in the last eight years that it's gone down listen i've heard of a lot of planets there is something about mercury being retrograde mercury merch habitable mercury being in uh the renegade dance there's something about it That really seems to affect the world. I mean, it's the same as like a full moon making people act funky. Like we want to sit here and pretend it doesn't exist, but it's like, how many examples do we need to say, hey? Right. This one might be true. Yes. You don't have to believe in all of it, but this one might be true. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, thank you, Christine, and thank you, our listeners and subscribers, for listening. It's been another great episode of the best of both worlds. We do have a Big announcement coming up in a few episodes. We will keep y'all on your toes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. We will keep you on your toes. Oh my God. We're having a party soon. We're going to post on our Instagram of that party. I'm very excited for it. Oh, you talk. Oh, okay. Yes, that'd be fun. <gasps> we have to come up. We have to figure out our theme. We have to figure Ugh. out a look. Not excited. I, I have to do my hair, and that takes 10 to 15 hours. So it's just like, why do you think I wear wraps all the time? <laughs> I'm about to cut my hair again. I'm starting over. <laughs> Goodbye, Christine. So you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Melly Hort. Mm -hmm. And yours. Oh, beautiful. My Instagram is at V I E V E underscore N O W. I should change that. I'll change that. <laughs> you want to hit them where they can connect with both of us for the podcast because I never get it right you can email us at bothgirlspodcast at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter there's not much there but follow us anyway why not at bothgirlspod and then you can are you interpretive dancing <laughs> <laughs> to our ending announcement and always catch us up on IG at bothgirlspodcast y'all oh don't look at my kitchen it's messy Okay. <laughs> you know what that is? Peanut butter, peanut butter whiskey. Disgusting. To which I thought it was just the name of the company until I opened it and smelled it. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, it's peanut butter whiskey. This, the, uh, what was it? Grover Washington? What was it? What was the name with the peanut butter? What was his name? Grover Cleveland? Something Washington. We gotta end this episode now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end this episode now. Uh, U.E.P. Newton. U.E.P. Newton. <laughs> George Washington Carver came to me. It came to me. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Goodb
editing this episode. Cut back. <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. See you next time. Bye. Bye.